Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about the variety that you get right here on the CEP Network. The CEP Network has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Whether you're looking for a custom oatmeal, a multivitamin, a fantastic tasting protein that you can order by the pound, or simply looking for a company you know you can trust to send you the best quality products available, True Nutrition has you covered. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in CEPN in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. If you've been following us on the socials, you know we have teamed up with Bijack out of St. Louis for all of our CEP network merchandise for all of the shows. Bijack has raised the bar on comfort and convenience. Go to bijack.com CEP and take a look at the tees, hoodies, mugs, and koozies for Raised on the Radio and the rest of the CEP network and get you some gear. You will be glad you did. In this episode, Patrick and I come back from a few-week hiatus to chat about musicians and Spotify, Patrick getting his second COVID shot, UFC 264 from Saturday night, and Shikari Richardson getting suspended from the Olympics. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out on the social medias. You can reach us on the Raised on the Radio's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. And if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. Now, I'm going to play the latest track from Patrick's project called Rocky Rocky, and the song's called Dance Music Revolution, and that's going to leave you into the episode. Enjoy!
Well, hello there. <laughs> Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one after the show. I am Colt Brocato. My fully vaccinated friend, Patrick Blair, is in Zoom lane as usual. How are you on this Sunday morning, sir? Fully microchipped, friend. Microchipped. I like that, yeah. It's been a while since we podcasted. It's been it's been weird. You call you know you called me or well I called you the other day, and it was like the first time I'd actually heard your voice in like three weeks. It was oh, weird. Did it, you miss me? A little bit. It was weird. Well, I mean, you did a lot of like camping and and all that white people stuff you like to do. I did. We had holidays. Kids, you bird. Have a pregnant wife. I Kids have a child. Birthdays. Yep. All that just good gr- stuff. Just grown upping, dude. Just it's that's all it is. It's grown upping. It's not that fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. It's fine, I, <laughs> I don't feel like a grown up ever, but <laughs> same here. Uh, speaking of vaccinations. Yeah. I got my, my second one yesterday. Okay. Um, you know, and they be heard all of these. Hor- well, look, if I think at first it started, the horror stories were the second one makes you feel like shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, plan on doing nothing the day after you get the shot. Uh, but lately I've been seeing a lot of people say, no, it doesn't, didn't do anything to me. I didn't feel anything. Now, my wife has explained to me, well, those people likely have terrible immune systems, and that's why they're saying that. Yeah. And then I'm kind of like going back in my own brain, like, all right, who? And I'm like thinking like, and then if some of them, they're, they're fine. But I think some of them, yeah, yeah, not so much. But I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm coming up right on the hour of when I got it yesterday. <laughs> you're you're kind of worried. <laughs> I, I, she, she's like, be prepared to feel like shit. And I'm like, I don't, I don't feel, I feel fine right now. Um, I mean, I did drink quite a bit for UFC 264 last night. Okay. So I'm feeling that a little bit. Okay. But no, I feel fine. I mean, my arm is fucking sore, dude. It's it's crazy how sore my arm is. Yeah. But the nurse that gave me the shot stabbed me with ill intent. Like I couldn't believe Did you piss so, like, her, did you piss her off beforehand? I don't know. I was kind of <laughs> curious about that because I had I had my son on my lap on this on my right side, so she's like I'm going to, you know, left arm fine, so roll up my sleeve and I kind of like just in my periphery, I was just like looking at her and she was like, just like, I was like, God, and and, and I don't, I don't care about shots. They don't hurt. Like needles don't bother me at all. So like the getting the shot didn't hurt. It's now like my, it feels like I got hit by a Randy Johnson fastball (laughs) in the arm. That's what I swear to God, dude, like, like doing that. It feels like I did something to my arm. Like I hurt a muscle. Eh. I don't know. Anyway, are you, are you so that's so, really are, the only thing I'm feeling. Are you somebody when it comes to needles? Do you like to see? Like, do you like to watch it happen? Like, if you're giving blood work or if you're getting a shot, do you want to watch the needle go into your skin, or are you a guy that can look away? I don't have a preference. I think sometimes I watch, sometimes I don't. Okay. I don't know. I I'm think a, it's just I'm a watcher. For some reason, it makes it feel better. I don't know why. Yeah. But I also like to talk to the person who's doing it uh-huh. as if they're my Uber driver. Start yeah. asking them random questions <laughs> uh, so I, I guess maybe just to soften the blow i have no idea i got gotcha. you but um yeah i'm fully vaccinated yay that's amazing i think whatever that means yeah. fully microchipped whatever uh-huh. i don't know it's it's i don't want to go down a conspiracy rabbit hole around covid because uh, you know i feel like it's behind us and, and i'm kind of like okay with being vaccinated now because i to be honest with you dude Last two months, I've been doing everything. You know, no mask. I've just been, I've been, as they say, living my life. Right. And I haven't really been worried about COVID. Well, I know, I know there's a lot of like different news sources and stuff saying that 
COVID's on the rise again and stuff like that, but it's a different variant, right? Isn't that what we're facing right now? Well, I, yeah, there's something new, whatever it's called. And that's the thing. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever new thing it is, I don't care. You know, I, I it just, it, it, so like, I'm glad you said that, like news sources. So like, I subscribe to a few different news outlets and get notifications just because, you know, it's easy to get an email and read a quick story. So like, but lately, you know, every day it's two to three where I'm getting where it's just, it just feels like fear mongering, dude. It's just like, it's on the rise. Don't go to this place. Don't go to this place. Your state is on the rise. There are these hot spots. Get vaccinated. If you don't get vaccinated, this new thing, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, I, I don't, at some point you have to go, all right, what do I believe? What do I believe? Um, I had it. Look, I, I, I'm okay. With my, my wife's been vaccinated forever, but you, I, I, what episode are we on right now of this show? Oh, good question. 70 something, I think. So I think we talked about my wife being vaccinated on an episode 30 something. So that's how long ago yeah. she, she got vaccinated. So uh -huh. like, and I think the, the title of the show is I've been microchipped or something like that. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, again, I got a one year old get vaccinated. Fine. Whatever. Cause again, we've been like, as they say, living our lives, we've mm -hmm. been taking them everywhere. We've been doing every, we went to the aquarium on his birthday, which by the way, the place is fucking cool. I haven't, been, I haven't been yet. It's, it's really cool. Yeah. And it's only going to get better. I mean, there's still, you can tell they're still like trying to find their, 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 their groove as far as like making it fully to what they want it to be. But mm -hmm. so we went there on his birthday for his first birthday and it was fucking packed. Not a mask in sight. We didn't wear masks. Um, so yeah, man, I, I, whatever. Fully vaccinated. Fine. You know, people know I, that people know that we live a good ways away from each other. Are there many places around you besides like hospitals that are still requiring masks or still have a sign on the door saying need to wear a mask while you're here? No. No? Okay. Not it's, that I've it's, seen no. it's the same no. way it's the same way down here. Hospital is the yeah. only place that we've had to wear a mask. They're still making you wear the mask in there, huh? Yeah. For your like baby appointments? Yeah. They're not doing temperature mm. checks and stuff? That's stupid. I, but you know, they can seriously, that, that was the dumbest thing. Uh, aren't the people who are spreading COVID, the ones showing no fucking symptoms for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So why are we taking temperatures? Yeah. What good is it doing? Right. So if someone has COVID, this is, oh, 98.6. Good to go. Uh -huh. That fucker has COVID and he, he just gave it to all of those people. I mean, you can you can you can tell that nurses are like over this too. Which I mean, if anybody should be over this, it should be nurses. I mean, not that it wasn't a big deal, but they're like they took the brunt of all of this. Besides people who uh, actually my wife got like was just really talking sick. about that last night. Uh, yeah. we had a few people over for the fights, and um, yeah, she was she was basically she was basically explaining that because she had to she worked at a different hospital last night, and I won't get too into what that means, but um, yeah, they're. They're over it, man. Yeah. But what, Nobody what, wants to be a nurse anymore either. That's what she's kind of saying. She's like, people wow. are just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll fucking sell my farts online. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't fucking care. Like, they're done, dude. They're done with it. Like, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Well, the reason I say that is because you can tell that from nurses when you walk into, you know, because they still have like the nurse that's up front that will, if they were going to do a temperature yeah, yeah. check or whatever, or they'll give you a sticker to put on your shirt or whatever saying that you're fine. But they don't even, 
like they halfway say something about a sentence about COVID. They're basically saying, you haven't coughed in the past day, have you? That's basically what they're saying. <laughs> and if you say no, they're well, like, all right, cool, you don't have COVID. I'm glad you said that. So, like, I had to fill out a bunch of fucking paperwork to get my second shot, and it's asking me, have you been experiencing these systems and the symptoms in the last two weeks? Have you? Okay, what if I was? You're not going to give me this fucking shot? This is what I need <laughs> to get rid of those things. Just give me a fucking, like... <laughs> I didn't like that. I had to wait a fucking hour to get it. Like, I, I made it a fucking appointment. Like, can we get this over with? You should have these things in a line ready to go. Just bink, <laughs> bink, bink. Everybody roll up their sleeve. Bink. Just get get it out of the fucking way. I was annoyed, dude. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I don't blame nurses at all. Right. My, and here's the thing. Like, you and I both know. We've, we listen to a lot of the same podcasts. We watch a lot of the same people. We've heard some of the people that we are fans of say that nurses aren't heroes. They're not the whatever. And I get annoyed by it because yeah, sure. I want to, I want to, uh, I, I wish they would did like do call-ins to their show. Cause I want to call in and say, Hey, that's cool. But let me tell you something. My fucking wife went to work pregnant for a fucking, for fucking nine months while this shit, we were in the thick of this shit. Mm -hmm. Didn't make a fucking peep about it. Didn't make a peep about when they didn't have enough masks for nurses. Didn't make a peep about they didn't have enough of the right protective equipment. Didn't make a peep about the fact that she had to stop doing what her job is to take care of just COVID patients. Mm -hmm. Right. So they can fuck off with that shit that nurses aren't like, dude. So what narrative are you trying to spread by saying that? Who are the real heroes? Who is? People like you who don't want to get vaccinated, people like you who spread conspiracies. Like, what is it? Right. Who, who? So that's why that's why if I were a nurse, I'd be done with it. Like, I don't really care what you think about me. I don't care what like if you think I'm a hero or not. Um, I don't know. It's. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm vaccinated. I can move on. <laughs> like, but now there's this new fucking thing that we got to be worried about. Yeah. I, I and I guess the question is, will they shut the country down again if this thing spreads like wildfire? I think that's the one thing that we learned about COVID. I still don't think we know enough. I don't think we know enough about the vaccine, to be honest with you. But I didn't get to ask questions when I was a baby and I got vaccinated. So fuck it. I'm not going to ask questions now. Just give me the fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Well, I mean, don't they say, and I, I probably said this on the show before, but don't uh, don't they say that, so like with the flu, you, you get the flu shot every year, but the flu shot that you're taking was to combat the flu strain from last year, right? Because that's what they that's what they're making. That's what I that's what I've been told by nurses before. Sure. It, yeah, if somebody's listening to this and I'm wrong, please let me know, but I'm pretty sure that's a thing. So I'm I'm curious about if it's going to be the same way with COVID. Like if if COVID becomes a regular shot a year just like the flu shot that people a lot of people get every year. If COVID shot is that is it going to be the same way? Is it going to be whatever whatever COVID shot you're getting? Is that to battle the strain that we had last year? I'm curious. They can fuck off with that. <laughs> so you're telling me you won't ever get it again? No. No. Th this also coming from the guy that said he wouldn't get it in the first place. So I can't really believe you. I didn't say I wouldn't. I said I didn't want to. There's okay. a difference. Okay. <laughs> There's a difference. I got my first flu shot this year of my entire life. Okay. Uh, not because I'm anti-vaccine, not because I'm anything like that. I just, dude, 
fucking jog, eat some broccoli. Right? Yeah, right. Didn't we, didn't we clear this up? My my, fir- I think my first flu shot it was either last year or the year before. I only did it for like insurance purposes because it's one of those things where, one of those preventative things that you can do to lower your insurance kind of thing. Cheating the system. Yeah, but I I got a uh, the um, whooping cough vaccine. Did you get that when you were gonna have your son? When your wife was pregnant, did you get the whooping cough vaccine? No, no, dude. no. I mean, it's I it's, a, it's a major thing. Like a lot, most doctors, or well, I say most, a lot of doctors recommend that you get the whooping cough vaccine. Wouldn't that have been something that I got as a child? I don't know, but it, it's something you do. Def, it's like can be detrimental to your, to a, ki- a newborn if they if they were to get it. Yeah, but it but yeah. it's also weird because it's mixed in with tetanus, so it's like it's a tetanus shot and a whooping cough vaccine at the same time. Actually, I think there's one other thing in there. It's like a it's like a triple shot. None of this makes sense. <laughs> none of it. It's a bunch of horseshit. I'm sorry. It, it none of it makes sense. Okay. Health insurance is a scam. All insurance is a scam. Healthcare is a fucking scam. Whatever. Um. So are you, you're not vaccinated? No, I'm not. Are you taking a stand on this that you're not going to get vaccinated or what? I don't have a preference. I don't, I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm you, like you are. No, no, she's not. That, oh, okay. that was, and I'm another thing I'm sure we talked about on the show, but that was one of those things where even our doctor told, baby doctor told us that it, there's not enough science to back up a pregnant woman getting the vaccine right now. Some will say yeah, if you yeah. get the vaccine, the uh, what's the whatever will be passed on to the baby. The what's what's the word I'm looking for? Not sure. Ah, crap. Anyways, the that whatever the the good things are from it will be passed on to the baby, which is a good thing. Can can keep prevent them from getting it. The but, antibodies. Yes, that those okay. can, will be passed on to the baby. I've seen people get, I've seen pregnant women get the shot. The baby comes out fine. No issues at all. But like I said, even our baby doctors told us that they can't, they're they're not going to tell us not to, but they're also not going to tell us to because they can't recommend doing something that doesn't have enough science behind it to back it up. Mm. So there's that. Now we may revisit this after the baby's born, which is like five weeks from now. So we'll, we'll see. Shit's getting real for you. Shit is getting real. It was weird too, because like, we were about we were seven weeks away, and it did it still didn't really feel real. First, I just it just wasn't there yet. And then the doctor said, "Well, that's to get you to forty weeks, but there's a lot of science right now saying that at thirty nine weeks is actually healthier for the mom and the baby to induce. So now they moved her up a week, and it's like, mm. and then for some reason that just like hit me right in the face." Yeah. That okay, it's not seven weeks now; it's six weeks, and we have a date, <laughs> like a legit date. That if she doesn't go before that, this is the day that he's coming. So it's yeah, yeah so it kind it kind of smacked me in the face a little bit, like in a yeah. good way, in a, an exciting way, but you know, a, a little bit of a nervous way too. Yeah, we went through all of that, and it still didn't feel real to me until I saw the fucker pulled out. <laughs> I mean, I swear, dude, like it, was, it was all it was all just yeah, I don't know. But that's kind of the way I wanted it because I didn't want to get nervous. I didn't want to be scared. I didn't want to like, I didn't, I felt, I felt things, but I didn't want to feel too much. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know, but then when we're actually there and 
you know, she's gone into labor. You know, all the fucking all they did was come back into the room with bad news. So I was like, all right, man, what the like? I was just really, you know, like his heart rate slowed down way too much. Oh, I see her heart rate jacked up way too much. I see. Uh, so all these things are happening and they're finally like, look, we have to get this baby. We're just going to do an emergency C-section. We're getting the baby out. Um, you know, and everything worked out fine, but I just remember her dad being in the room with me. I remember looking back to Adam eventually. I was like, Hey man, what the fuck's going on? Like, (laughs) you know, I was like, you know, I had like eight coffees and two, like I was just jacked up on caffeine and like just ready to do it. Like when they said like, yeah, yeah. We're going to uh, C-section. I'm like, great. And like, they made it seem like, okay, we're going to have a discussion about this. Two seconds later, here comes the anesthesiologist. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, we're doing this? Yeah, here are your scrubs. <laughs> like, okay. So it's fun though, man. I'm, it was a good experience. You'll, yeah, you'll, I, I, you'll I, just, I, I have to imagine that like, there's going to be a heart sinking feeling though. Like once he's like, once he's physically here, it's just like, okay, now I've got a human to, like, I've got this other human. I've never had this before. I've never, I've yeah. never had to deal with this before. You got a brother, you got a sister or something like that. You know, you've, you, you, you know, you look after them, but this is like a, th- th- I own this thing that I have to keep alive. Yeah. He's on the grid, man. He's you on the keep grid. The alive. <laughs> yeah. That old Louis CK <laughs> joke. It's a good one. You'll be, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Oh yeah. 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 So I'm excited for you guys. So it's going to be fun, man. Yeah. Um, five weeks. Shit. Mm-hmm. I'll be uh, I'll be seeing Beartooth when you're having a baby. I know. Thanks for rubbing that in. Did you listen to the new record? Yet? I did, dude. It's phenomenal. It's great. Every song's good. You know Every what song. else is a phenomenal album that just came out? Uh oh. The Atreyu album that baptized. I saw you post about it. I, I love haven't it, dude. checked it out yet. I need to. I've listened to it over and over again. They're a good band, man. They they're, are. They're 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 a lot like Beartooth in the sense where. They're really hooky, which I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, can still be heavy. Can still be, you know, as rocking as they want to be. It's mm-hmm. kind of cheesy, but whatever. Uh, but still very hooky. I mean, that uh, Brandon, the drummer slash, or he's the singer singer now. Oh, really? Or do they have? Didn't the one dude leave? I don't. I'm not uh, sure about the. I don't, I'm not sure about much about the band. Or maybe Brandon just started that Hell or High Water project, and he was the lead singer. Either way. Uh, but the this the Brandon the drummer slash singer of a tray, he's got a really unique sounding voice. Yes, he does, and he writes really good hooks, man. So I'm with you. I gotta check that out. I, I remember you posted about it, and I made a point to like do it. And so okay, you're, you're saying Hell or High Water? That's another band that this guy with the unique voice you're talking about. He, it was it's a his side band or side project or something. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Oh, I gotta check it really out then. Good. I've never even heard of yeah, it. Yeah, it's more. It's it's less. Uh, I don't know, less like uh, metal core-ish, I guess, that a tra- you're kind of accustomed to with Atreyu. It's more hard rock. Okay. And, and again, like Atreyu really kind of shifted to hard rock anyway yeah. on their last few records. But um, yeah, I don't think that dude, the Screamer's in the band anymore. I think Brandon is the... I'm on their Wikipedia right now. 2020 to present. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So lineup changes. In addition of new drummer Kyle Rosa, Brandon Soller would focus on clean singing only. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder what happened. And what's his name? Alex Varkatsis. Yeah, that's right. He's got like a weird last name. Like a he's Greek or something. Anyway. Weird. Yeah, good band, man. I gotta check that out. Um well that's cool. 
Oh, I'm glad you brought up. So I'm glad we kind of shifted to music because I have a fucking I had a dude. I have another anti-streaming rant. Oh, okay. I'm excited. I'm just I'm so fed up, man. I'm so fed. I had my my buddy that came over last night. He also is a musician, and we just, we talked about this for like an hour. And I think he's on the same page as me, but I also think he's like, "What the fuck? What can you do? Did you did you see that uh, Jacob Dylan was on Rogan?" I seen the name, but I don't know who that is. I'm assuming I should. You know the band The Wallflowers? Yes. That's the lead singer. Okay. That's also Bob Dylan's son. I okay, I knew I knew that. Okay. That's why okay. I think that's why I knew the name. I've heard I've heard it I don't know if they talked about it on a, the point recently or something like that, but anyways, go ahead. Well anyway, if you're interested, they had a really long, interesting conversation about Jacob Dylan's take on the music industry and where we are today with streaming and physical sales of things. It's, it's a, if you care, like I do, like I immediately, when I saw that, I was like, I know they talked, they had to have talked about it. So I listened to the whole episode. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you care like me, check it out. I think his take on it, he had a really interesting take because he was kind of like, look, the people that are complaining about the music industry. Now I got news for them. It's always been this way. It's always been this way. Labels or banks, and they loan money to the artist. That's what it is. He's like, that's not changing with with streaming companies. Streaming companies are banks. You get a little bit of the cut, that type of thing. Like, and he's he's right. I mean, but, I don't really have an argument. I mean, to I mean that. yeah, My, but it, it just the biggest thing is that you don't have the like album sales and stuff as much anymore, right? Like physical copies of album no, sales. You don't, and I mean, stuff? It's, yeah. I mean, they said they looked it up. Like physical sales of albums is only six percent of the entire spectrum of music now so whether it so that's just so upsetting to me yeah but also like i I had the question of well does that include sales on itunes but i'll be honest with you no one buys music on itunes anymore you mean you mean you mean sales as far as like buying a full album on itunes or Or buying or just a song whatever the case may be that's still a sale yeah. Right. Yeah. And here's why I know people don't. So, shameless plug here. I, I the Rocky Rocky project. I have released a new song recently, and um, which will be at the beginning of this episode. By the way, I've already got that planned out. So, anyways, okay, thank go you. ahead. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, so, like, the so the first song I released, it did. It's doing well. Like, it's getting streamed a lot. It's getting a lot of plays. But I also have have partnered up with people that I know have good playlists and will share it and they have followers. Just what you have to do. But I've also worked with these people before with previous bands and stuff. Um, so I know the type of movement they can sort of make. Not huge. I don't have a million fucking streams, but it, you know, it's significant enough for me to be like, okay, cool. So I released this song and reach out to the same people. And uh, one of the people, they have a, a YouTube channel that has like 200 and 60,000 subscribers maybe so they put all they put up my the lyric video for the song and then the day after I get flooded with messages from people on the band the project's Facebook site page saying hey all of your videos on your YouTube page are set to be suitable for kids which means we can't comment and we can't create playlists right but this isn't something you chose. That's that other page, right? So you don't you don't control settings or anything like that. 
No, no, this is on the Rocky Rocky YouTube oh. page. Oh, okay, okay. That's what they mean. So, I wanted to respond with, yeah, deal with it. Okay. If you want to create a playlist, go buy the song. It's on iTunes. Go buy it. But I didn't. And also, I don't care about your comments. Yeah. I don't care. Right. Why would I care? Also, uh, if a 10-year-old kid wants to listen to the song, I'd rather them be able to listen to it than not. Right. Just so you can leave some snarky, condescending comment on my YouTube page. Yeah. Why do I care about that? Right. It's more beneficial for me, to me, for everyone to be able to hear it than, oh, you get to hear it. No, by the way, you get to just rip it off of YouTube and create a playlist. Fuck off. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. But I just instead replied to all six of these people with a thumbs up emoji and just said it to, <laughs> no, it's not made for kids. Comment away. Steal away. Do what you got to do. Yeah. It's, dude, it's annoying. I get it. I mean, I don't get it because I've never personally been through it, but I can well, see how it would be annoying. Here's the other thing. So, like, give me a sec. But so here's the other thing. So like this is the first time ever really that I've been in total control over the music. Meaning I choose how it gets distributed, I choose where it goes, I get to see the numbers. Which made it's made me question a lot about some previous projects I've been in as to where the fuck does the money go? Yeah. And why don't we know about it? Yeah. Um and I get to see just like how it's being streamed, if it's being purchased. Dude, no one's buying music. I've made dick from iTunes. It's yeah. just being streamed. Right. And these are repeat streams. I get to see all of that. I get I I got I got the Spotify page pulled up right now. I get to see who listens to it and how they do it. It's it's music's fucked. No one's buying music. Yeah. And it's never it's it's just this, this is where we're headed. So the, I'm just gonna have to we we've said it before we said it before and I'm sure we'll say it again. Like the only way to counterbalance it is to which is not going to happen, I'm sure, but to raise the amount that artists make off of their streams. Yeah, it's well, it's not going to happen. Right. If anything, it's going to become less. It's I not, would say. It's nuts. Um. Yeah. I. I what? I. I. I've. I've got nothing left, dude. I'm out of fucking steam on these. These. As far as. You know, what do you do? How do you, you either don't put it up on Spotify and people don't discover you or you you do and you accept the minuscule amount you'll get from a healthy number of streams. I mean, that or um, just, just hope to God that w something that you put out goes viral and blows up. That's the only like it's like the only yeah. option you got. But what options would see that you're going to have? But they, like for that to happen, you're going to have to wait for the next big thing like TikTok. TikTok is saturated now. Yeah. You know? There were musical artists who, who, who basically were TikTok artists, and then like that Jarris Johnson kid. Yeah, he started on TikTok and he went viral on TikTok, and now he's considered to be a legitimate musical artist. Mm -hmm. uh, same way, same thing happened with SoundCloud. SoundCloud, I don't even SoundCloud's a joke to me. It's how many millions of people are on there. Like I put the songs up, like. And then people like I'm getting comments like, oh, uh, glad I discovered this, this and that. I go, 
but you didn't listen to it. It doesn't show that you played the song. Huh. So did you just immediately download and take it to your, like, I, dude, it, it, it's weird. Huh. Now that I can see all of this, and again, yeah. it makes me question a lot about what has happened with previous projects I've been a part of. Right. Maybe I should have questioned it more, and I did, and I did. It's too late now, but now that I see this stuff, I'm like, man, I don't know. But uh, I mean, I mean, it's it's a weird thing. Like, there, even um, you know, other industries are like. This might sound weird, and I might be like off my rocker by saying this, but like even even other industries are pushing us away from like buying like physical CDs and stuff like that. Like vehicles, my truck that I just sold didn't have a CD player in it. Like my only option was to uh, like Bluetooth my phone my phone to it. Now, could I buy? Could I go on to iTunes and buy an album on my phone? Yeah, I could. And, but, but what I'm saying is this, it, it makes streaming easier even when you're like driving in a vehicle. Oh yeah. I don't have a CD player in my car. Yeah. I just had to think about that. I'm like, yeah, I don't. And you know, I, I just got a new truck yesterday and I'm and I have a CD player in it and I was looking at it yesterday. Like that's probably never going to have a CD in it. That's cool. <laughs> not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. I love, but see, look, I love. I like the idea of having your full music library on your phone just as much as I like having CDs. Uh-huh. You know, like I bought the Beartooth record on iTunes. Um, and at the end of the day, I think I'm a minority on that. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Like, I really don't. And maybe I'd, I'd be curious to see what the sales are. Well, you know what? Fuck it. Let's try to look them up. So now, if you, um, if you look, if, if you look up, what... if you look up sales for an album, that just that's like legit sales, right? That's not including streams. Well, that's what I'm trying to. Yes, that's what I want to see. I don't okay. care about streams, right? You know, it's kind of funny. Do you still listen to Finn McKenty at all? Not really. I haven't had time to, at least. Yeah. So there, he brings up a lot when he's talking about a new artist and stuff, he talks about monthly listeners on Spotify <laughs> means nothing. <laughs> I, I it means nothing to me when he says that I go, Oh cool. They have a million monthly, monthly listeners. Great. What does that mean? What does it mean? I don't know. Uh, so peak position for the past is dead was 19. Um, hard rock hot hard rock songs billboard 200 that that record's from 2014 billboard you mean you have no new numbers that doesn't make any sense I, I would like to see um, some numbers as far as like the record sales, like the physical records, you know, because re- records have made a resurgence here over the past couple of years. And I, so they I, talked about that. Uh, Jacob Dylan and um, Joe Rogan talked about that. And the vinyl sales, it's like 2% of that 6% or whatever. Oh, really? Like vinyl will never go away. Uh huh. Like it'll still be that boutique sort of collector's thing. But yeah, it's never going to. A lot of people have said, like, oh, it's going to bring back physical. It hasn't. Yeah. It hasn't, dude. 
So it says that below peaked at number two on the ninth. Okay. But it doesn't tell me how many records they've sold. Gotcha. I guess that's just impossible to see. I guess we just don't care about that. I guess we don't (laughs) even report those numbers anymore. Probably not. Well, they have to in some way, because I remember when MGK released his his pop punk thing, they talked about like it sold like 140,000 physical in the first week or whatever, which right these days is really good. Which, by the way, what was Homeboy wearing last night? Dude, I know. He's he's fucking uh, he's off his rocker, dude. He's, dude, he's, he is fully he's, embraced. He's with Megan Fox. Do you think he cares what he looks like or what people oh, no. think of him? Fuck no, I wouldn't. You know who? You no. know other homeboy who was looking really weird last night? Jared Travis Leto. Parker? No, Jared Leto. Was he there? Yeah. Oh. He had this weird suit on with like a blue. Uh, yeah, like, but he always looks weird. I know, but still. What what kind of shirt was Baker Mayfield wearing? Can anyone tell me? I didn't see Baker Mayfield. It was like a Night at the Roxbury shirt. I seen the... Well, hang on. Was he with the other guys? Wasn't there multiple Browns yeah. there last night? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. maybe I, I, I seen the rest of them. I didn't see him. Uh, Beartooth Below earns number one on U.S. iTunes album sales chart. Wow. Shortly after its midnight release, Beartooth Below reached number one on the all-genre U.S. iTunes album sales chart. Uh, the album's most immediate competition comes from another red hot newcomer, Doja Cat, which also dropped at midnight. Olivia Rodrigo's hit Sour currently occupies the number three spot, while Gary Allen's new Ruthless occupies the number four position. Tyler, the creator, is number five. That is impressive to me that Beartooth is ahead of those artists. So maybe they are. Maybe I'm not. Who one. was that? Who was that? The fourth one was it Gary Allen? Is that a country artist? I have no idea. I think it is. I know who Doja Cat is, and if you watch her videos, it's like watching porn. Uh, <laughs> I know who Olivia Rodrigo is, and I know who Tyler. I have no idea who Gary, Gary Allen is. Okay. Um, anyway, I guess my rant's over. I like I said, it's just you, uh, here's a question. I, I have nothing left as far as solutions. Do you see a lot of bands doing a lot of? And maybe it's just because I, I don't see it on my social media and that's why I think I don't see or I don't see it at all. But it seems like bands are just like dropping stuff, like without really putting a whole lot of promo behind it. Does, is that is that not is that not correct? Do you, you have an example? I don't know. Well, like this Atreyu album. I, I, I see nothing about this. And I also seen several people on social media saying that they're just drop like they just randomly dropped this. Like there it was like somebody like Eminem, I could see doing that. And he, actually, he did. I think the last one or two, he didn't put any promo behind. It was just, he just dropped it. And it just became like, you know, an Eminem album overnight, basically. Yeah. Does he really need promo, though? He doesn't. But that's what I'm saying. Like, do do people need the promo now? Like, do bands need the I promo? Would, yeah. Why? Why? Here's the thing. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. If I was in it, yes, I do. <laughs> I'll do it. Got to do it myself, but uh, yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't. Why? Why A guy like Eminem, I know why he wouldn't, because he seems like a pretentious twat that wouldn't want it, like he's anti-industry. Yeah. But like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't promoted? Well, as like, I said, maybe, 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 yeah, I do, do like- I do, but maybe I wasn't, I don't know, maybe I just didn't see it. Maybe that's why I feel like there wasn't much 
push behind it. It's possible, man. I mean, did you did you see a lot of push behind this Beartooth album? Now, I mean, uh, I know they drop they were dropping singles off of it for yeah. months and months ahead of time, so maybe that's all the major promo they needed. Well, whatever they did, apparently it worked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you like this album more than the Disease album? Mm. It's he- it seems heavier for the most part. I'm gonna say it's close to say it's close i gotta keep listening to it it's all it's all i've been listening to um i'm trying to think if i've bought anything else new no that's all i've been listening to gotcha uh no there was another band i bought something recently that i really liked who is it no i lied okay oh i mean i got the new day to remember that was a long time ago though that was the last like new record full record i bought um, I guess the tray is going to be next for me. We'll see. Yeah, it's a good one. Which I mean, they had they had a track with like Jacoby Shaddix on there. Um, mm-hmm. There's another couple of bigger name artists that did a couple of tracks too. But I, I, I like the whole album. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I guess the 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 main thing is about kind of what I was saying about like streaming and sales. If you're a bigger artist who already benefited from music sales and now you're in this world of streaming, does it really matter? Meaning you can just go out on tour and make your money off touring. Like if you're Beyonce, do you care if a record sells or not? If you drop a record, does it matter? Right. Because there's a lot of money in syncing now. And that's another thing that Jacob Dylan talked about. And what is that? What is syncing? So syncing is when you get your, your music in commercials and soundtracks and on video games and, Okay. And it it makes up it it's a large chunk of the numbers. And that's actually, you know, one of the things we were really aggressively approaching in the last band I was in was syncing and we had a lot of talks with a lot of people and you know uh because we knew how valuable it was. Um but do you So I guess if you if, question do you when you're watching a movie, are you listening for soundtracks? As a as a musician, you pro I would imagine you probably I, I guess musicians probably listen for more than just like a regular person just watching a movie that ha- that has no musical background or anything like that. Do I listen to well, there's two different things we're talking about here. Do I listen to the score as it is, or do I care about what is the soundtrack? What are the artists on the soundtrack? Like, do I do I care about how a movie scored? Is that what you're asking me? I I, I guess. Uh, okay, here, here's another question. Would you ever, have you ever downloaded or bought a song that you had never heard before, but you heard on a movie? Um, yeah, probably. You think so? Okay. I, can't, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I'm sure I have. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well... It seems like sound tr- soundtracks used to be a bigger thing. Like because would th- w- wouldn't they sell like soundtracks? Like you could go to Walmart and buy an album of a, the soundtrack to this movie. Is that still a sure. thing? I don't know. Maybe not. Hmm. I don't know. Let's look. Oh fuck it. What's the new movie <laughs> that came out? Oh, I don't know. I haven't watched anything in a while. Did you watch Tomorrow War yet? I have not. It's pretty good. Is it? You went. Yeah. You actually went to the theater to see it, or did you were oh, you able to buy it at home? Okay, <laughs> we just watched it at home. 
Okay. You can just stream it. It's on uh, whichever one. Oh, really? Whichever one of the million fucking. So Tomorrow War song, Lorne Balfi. Tomorrow War album. Yeah. I mean, you can buy it on Amazon. Uh, so I guess this is just the. What the fuck? There's a song <laughs> on the soundtrack called Miami Dolphins Still Suck. <laughs> Um, hey, music by Lauren Balfi. So I guess it's that's all you're gonna hear is that person. Okay. Uh, I don't know. It's a good movie. Go watch it. It's pretty good. I mean, it, it's cheesy in the way that Independence Day is cheesy. Mm-hmm. But the last half of the movie didn't suck like Independence. It Day. It had some so. pretty some pretty major names in it. I mean, aside from Chris Pratt too, right? Yeah. Well. God, I just completely went blank on everyone else in the movie. But that but yeah, that yeah. chick, uh, what is her name? It's like Yvonne Strahovski or something like that. Sure, sure, yeah, uh-huh. that person. You know what I'm talking about, though. That, no, I have. No She's idea. on the cover of the of the movie, so that's why I figured she was some kind of important role in the in the movie. The blonde headed chick. She was in Dexter. Oh yeah, she yeah she plays a major role. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know her name, so now I know her name. Good. Okay. Um. <laughs> anyway. I don't know about soundtracks, but like scores, scores are really cool because there are a lot of like, uh, there are people who score movies really well, meaning choosing the song, putting song, choosing which songs go into the movies. Martin Scorsese's really good at that. Quentin Tarantino's really good at that. I mean, there are a lot of people, but either, right. whatever. I guess, you know, I mean, I remember like when I was a kid, like the Forrest Gump soundtrack was a big selling CD, big selling album because it had all of those fucking hits mm-hmm. from various periods in time from the 60s 70s 80s on the soundtrack right you know um here's a fun fun trivia moment for you so you know the song uh the fucking i would walk 500 miles song uh-huh. by the proclaimers uh-huh. so that was originally released as a single in the 80s and it didn't become a hit until the 90s when it was on the benny and june movie soundtrack and in the movie it flopped as a single for the band and then four or five years later or whatever it was, huh. probably six years later, top, you know, one, they're a one hit wonder because of it. I mean, it's so the, the, the kind it of used to matter. That, I don't know if it matters that, anymore. Right, I mean, that, I, that kind of makes sense though. Right. Cause kind of, it's kind of like, know. it's kind of like what you're saying, the sinking thing. Like if you, you know, you could be a band that nobody's ever heard of or know anything about, but if you can get a song like on a movie or in a TV show or something like that, that, that could be a, a boosting off point could be. I fully embrace it. Yeah, um, I'm letting all people know if you're making a movie right now, you need a song. Is I that, got a couple for you. Is that you can by it, all means have them. Is that a possible sellout thing? Do people look at people calling them? I I understand you don't, but I'm asking: is that yes. in the music world do yes. people call other people sellouts because they got a song in a movie or in a show or something? Yes. Interesting. Especially a commercial, I feel like if your song's in a car commercial, thank you. Depending upon what kind of band you are, well, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, again, to all to all car makers, to all car men, <laughs> if you need a to the marketing team that's working on the new Bronco, if you need a song, I got a couple. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, that's funny. Uh, what was I? Oh God, I just thought of something and I forgot. Shit. Oh, didn't uh, what was I mean? 
Greek Fire had that song in that that animated movie. Uh, on top of the world, I don't remember what that, that had to have done something, right? I mean, I thought it, I thought it meant something at the time when it happened. I was like, "Holy shit, look at that!" You know, I would animated, I would assume a Pixar I'm, movie, right? Yeah, that's one of those bands that's a it's a St. Louis based band, and I don't know much about how they do outside of St. Louis. If that makes any sense, oh uh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So like, even uh, even I'm sure they do well. Yeah, I'm sure they do, but I don't know. I haven't researched like what their numbers look like outside of the U.S. Or if you know, I would think a soundtrack on a um like, like that's a, that's a song that all ages can listen to and like. So I would th- I would yeah I would think it would you know have done really well for them hopefully. Uh, you, I. Again, did that generate? So, I mean, that song was on that album that came out shortly after. Right. Did that help generate sales for the rest of the album, and not just a know, single, maybe? Yeah, I wonder if I can look up numbers on that. Oh, it's a good question. Can't you see if you go on Spotify and look up a song? Can you see how many times it's been streamed? I'm asking such dumb questions. I say I know for no- someone who has music out. <laughs> I know no- I know I'm nothing about idiot. Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't Spotify. Idiot. Um. Here, let's see. Well, look, they have a video. The video. Let's see how many views the video has on YouTube. Yeah, three million. Jesus, three point four million views. Okay. Okay. So I mean, that's good, right? Is it good in the YouTube universe? I, I think so. I would love to have 3.4 million views on anything I've ever done. Absolutely. Um, I I just, I don't know. Cause didn't like, uh, what was, what was the, the stat not too long ago about Lincoln park? Didn't they hit like a billion views on YouTube or something? In the end. Hit a billion views, which is is fucking nuts. Freaking insane. Right. But again, like monetarily speaking, I don't know how much that matters. I mean, obviously a billion is more than a hundred thousand. Right. Uh, but here's a story about it. It doesn't say anything about it. hold on. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do this. I'm just gonna do this. I'm going to foolishly go to Spotify. <laughs> Cause I, I think Lincoln Park set a record on Spotify too. Was it a bil- was it a billion streams on hybrid theory or something like that? I mean that wouldn't surprise me. Something in the along least bit. those lines, I, along those lines, I think. God, a billion. That is a lot. Well, think about that. So how much money is that? That's uh, <laughs> how much money is that? Well, like $24 maybe. Yeah, right. <laughs> a billion, right? It's a lot of zeros. That is a lot of zeros. What is it? It's supposed to be nine zeros, right? I'm an idiot. Yeah. And then what are you doing? Multiplying that by the point zero yeah. zero whatever it is? My calculator on my phone won't let you let me put in a billion. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? Um, oh, yeah. I was going to look up Spotify. Does it actually say that? It doesn't say, like, if you're just a listener on Spotify and you, you look up a song, it doesn't say how many times. Am I crazy? Hold H- on. How many times what? What are you looking for? Like, how many times it's been streamed? Like, only the artist can see that, right? Oh, probably you the listener probably i mean that would be kind of be like listeners being able to see our download numbers on 
our podcast. You know what I mean? I would think that's a private thing. Is it? I, maybe. No, you can see it. Oh, you can? Huh, interesting. Yep. Uh, it's been streamed 9 million times. It's weird that you that you said it like that. I, it, it almost sounded sarcastic, <laughs> but it's actually a legit number. <laughs> yeah, it's been streamed 9 million times. <laughs> crazy. So they, it's crazy. That, that, uh, that's $35,000. Okay. No, not okay. That's not I mean, okay. That I know. should I get not it. be I get okay it. I get to it. anyone. I get it. <sighs> Fucking hell. <laughs> what do you want to shift directions a little bit? Uh, we talked a little bit about the crowd that was at UFC last night, but I figure we at least need to comb over some of the events that happened at UFC last night. Do we? I was uh, I was happy to see Greg Hardy get demolished. Yeah, he walked into that, huh? He did. His eye was swollen shut and everything thereafter. Yeah, that was... I said going into it, if this fight doesn't end in a knockout, that would be like the one bet I would make in Vegas to like net some money because I know like the odds were very, very low, right? Yeah. Um, now, how do you... Tai Tuivasa is... Tai Tuivasa. That guy is... He's fun. He's a fan favorite, and he look, is, if he keeps winning, dude. He is not... I, I would not make any of the decisions that he made post-fight last night. Um, I'm not drinking out of. I'm not drinking random people's beer. I'm not drinking out of their shoe that they probably just took off their foot. One dude poured hot yeah, sauce in a beer right before yeah, he drank it. Yeah, that guy's an it. asshole. The guy that poured hot sauce, <laughs> you fucking dick. You're an asshole. Yeah. What a fucking asshole. Like, what if one of those beers was laced with something? Well, I mean, people are assholes. Yeah, laced with hot sauce. What a fucking dick. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I think that's the best outcome. Conor McGregor could have hoped for other than a win. Yeah. Breaking his ankle like that, now he has a built-in excuse to get an, another fight with Poirier, even though I feel like he's getting his ass kicked. So here's what I'm thinking. I think it's retirement. I think this I is a, a good excuse for him to retire. Um, you know, of course, he was full of rage last night and pissed off about the situation. And, you know, of course, because of the things he was saying, everybody's saying, oh, this was definitely going to happen again. But we got to think about how long he's going to be out. I mean, you're looking at you're looking at the top five in that division. They're, all these guys are still getting better constantly. Connor's looking at at least over a year are going to be out. He's going to have a rod put in his foot. And then the train, the physical therapy that's going to take to get through all that. Now it's actually pretty incredible. Have you seen the journey of Chris Weidman? He was back yeah. up and walking on his foot in like four days. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean we can completely reconstruct someone's leg, but we can't get a fucking vaccine for COVID. That doesn't make you feel like shit. I right. feel fine, by the way. I'm uh, 19 <laughs> minutes past when I got the shot. <laughs> feel good. I feel awesome. fine. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but anyway, so we, we just have to think about the time frame that it's going to take for him to be able to make it back. You know, you're talking over a year probably to get through physical therapy and to get through all that stuff, then a camp, and then back to... It's hard telling where Poirier is going to be at at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah. Poirier is fighting for the title. There's... there's No no one else should be fighting for that fucking title other yeah, than him. So. Right. But yeah, that's the best thing he could have hoped for. I feel fine. <laughs> 
Um, so far. What are you yelling about? I said I feel fine. Is that what you were yelling? That's what I yelled, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is he awake? I don't know. Whoops. <laughs> Good going. <laughs> anyway. He just needed to scream on the rooftops that he feels fine. I get it. He's asleep. He's sleeping like Marty McFly. All right. Um... <laughs> Anyways, what were, we, what were we saying? So that's the best outcome he could have hoped oh, for. Oh, I, I had, I had a question about you. that real quick, though. So the headline reads, TKO, Dr. Stoppage. Did right. Herb Dean stop the fight or did the bell ring? Because they both happen, they both happen simultaneously. If you look oh, at it, right. it says that it ended at five minutes of round one. Yeah, so I mean that's yeah, so he stopped it. So he so he did stop it, but they're calling it a TKO by Doctor Stoppage. Yeah. So what what's your thoughts on the post fight interview with Dustin Poirier? Do you agree with what he said? Which part? Uh, well, I mean everything about how I mean. Do do you think he should have taken a different stance? I mean, I know he did say, I hope that he gets home safe to his family or whatever, but the the stance of he still had the cocky cockiness behind him. And I, I like it, but I'm a Connor hater. Um, but also, he had a point as far as like, I know Connor was like hyping up the fight with the things that he was saying, but he was saying some pretty dark shit. Like what? About like call, saying he was going to murder him, and like I, I know oh, I know it's yeah. just hyping up, and it's just the words he was using that makes it sound as bad as it was. I mean, look at the end of the day, he just for the second time in a row beat the UFC's biggest star. Mm-hmm. Say what the fuck you want. Yeah, I, I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't bother me, and I like Connor. Uh, but it's because I like Connor that I think it's done. It, dude, he doesn't need to fight. Right. He didn't need to fight Poirier the first time. He didn't need to fight Khabib. He mm-hmm. doesn't need to fight man. Right. He it, It's a different person that we're seeing in there. It's different than the guy who was hungry to be the biggest star in the UFC. Right. It's not the same guy. It's not the same fighter. Right. He still has the same skills. Also, my wife pointed out, he looks a little bit slow. Didn't he look a little bit slow last night? A little bit. And I don't think that that left hand doesn't have as much power behind it, it anymore. It just, he looks like a different guy. Yeah. It's, he... Like the and for my wife to say that, who casually watches with me sometimes, she doesn't even watch these all the time with me. Yeah, the, the for per, her to say that, the like per, in the punching exchanges, he looks slow, and I go, "Yeah, he does." The precision's still there. I mean, like he can still, you know, get in. He's between. accurate as fuck. That's, yeah, he's that's accurate good. as hell, but it's just not. There's not as much power behind that accuracy anymore. I just think it's coming from a different place. I don't yeah. think it's coming from a guy who's hungry. I just think it's a dude who's in there because he's in there. Mm-hmm. I just, it's, which is a shame because he helped build the UFC to what it is today. He did. So for it, it only hurts the UFC for their biggest star to kind of look like this mortal person who not only can be beaten, but honestly, mentally wise, he's not there. Yeah. He's not there. He's not a Kamaro Usman. Right. He's not. Yeah. Not even the same stratosphere mentally. Mm-hmm. Kamaru has got he Kamaru's gone from the point of wanting to be a champion to becoming a champion and then wanting to hurt the people who are trying to take his title. Yeah. That's a scary thing. Connor's not that guy. Yeah. And for he can say all he wants, I'm gonna murder you, I'm gonna you're gonna whatever. It's not. Yeah. It's not coming from the same place. Right. Of a from a guy of a guy like Kamaru Usman or, you know, um, 
I don't know who's uh I mean I I don't know if Izzy's kind of a different person I think too but either way Kamara's my my example I immediately thought of Kamara last night when uh you know people were talking about guys not being the same person like Kamara should be ever the the prime example of what every fighter once you get to the mountaintop that's how you need to be after you get there yeah don't don't relax mm-hmm. right get better after you've reached the the, the peak you know right. and uh i feel like in a, in a lot of ways that's what dustin Poirier's done he like has- he's gotten a lot better he challenged for the title albeit he lost he's shown tremendous heart since then i mean he got rocked by dan hooker in their fight and mm-hmm. he weathered the storm and then boxed his face off for five fucking rounds and then he just TKO'd the biggest star in UFC history right. two times in a row. You have to have him fight for a title, first of all. And then second yeah. of all, you have to respect the guy. Yeah. You know? Um, oh, by the way, he's got the most finishes in the lightweight division in history now. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, he just... But yeah, I think if, if I'm Dustin, I'm like, I don't want to fight that guy again. It's, who cares? I don't care. Forget, the, he, I did it this time for the paycheck. I won. Let's move on. But I mean, you know, uh, and then for Connor, it's yeah, retire. Just he, he might come back for a third Nate fight. Uh, that's the only thing I see happening. Yeah. The only thing. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, I know I've said it before and I don't, I don't know if you agree with me or not, but like Connor has proven, I mean, not that he hasn't, I mean, he, he proven himself for sure on his rise to what he was at the top of his game. He definitely proved himself, but I think he's also proved what, getting inside people's heads before fights can do. He got in Dustin's head before their, before their first fight. Yeah, he got in Dustin's head. Of course, the the Aldo fight, the Eddie yeah. Alvarez Eddie fight. Alvarez. You know, he, he dominated these people, but a lot of that was getting these guys so pissed off that they weren't on their game when they got inside that cage. Dustin yeah. figured out how to get away, like how to block him out of his head. And this, the press conference before this fight was garbage. As far as what Connor was, how he was talking, and my yeah, my fa- I mean, my favorite was, line, my favorite line was Dustin Poirier saying, "You used to be better at this." <laughs> I think Connor was being Connor, but Dustin also is not a, a talker like that, and it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, the best thing he said when someone asked Connor, like, you know, before the last fight, you were very friendly, and uh, now this fight, you you're acting this way, and Dustin Poirier was like, "He's got knocked the fuck out." So, what, like, I mean, you know, I like, mean, he did, but we're talking about a trilogy fight between two very good fighters. I don't think the numbers skyrocketed anymore because of how Connor acted leading into this fight. Well, I don't think they do anymore. I think the numbers just are what they are because it's Connor. Connor. Right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I I think we need to move past that. I think the UFC needs to find a way to counterbalance that with the casuals quickly, because I like you think, not only should he retire, but I think he's going to retire. Yeah. I don't, I don't, he doesn't need to fight. There's nothing he needs to do. Yeah. It's just, so like, I think they need to find a way to take the people they have and really, really market them the best way they can to the casuals to keep the casuals interested. Connor just brings that crowd with him. Mm-hmm in a way that I don't know that any other fighter does. I guess mm-hmm. Nate Diaz does. I guess Jorge Masvidal does, but not in the same way Connor does. And how well do Nate and Jorge do that? 
after their last two fights. Right. You know, Nate looked good in the last minute of his fight, nearly finished Leon Edwards, but he got beat up. Mm-hmm. Jorge, we saw what happened to him against Kamaru. Like, uh, here's what I don't hope. I don't hope the UFC is is banking on Sean O'Malley being their next Connor. I absolutely next, hope not. I cannot stand that guy. Was that not maybe the worst Herb Dean stoppage I've ever seen? I get it. I get it. There was there was what thirty. Let the guy just. There was thirty the seconds left in the fight, and what was happening at the moment that he called the fight happened for three rounds leading up to that. Well, now that's why you stop it. Now you gotta protect the guy eventually. With thirty seconds left the in the fight, I will give him the fact that O'Malley was teeing off at the time, like more than he had done the whole fight. But still, I give that kid props. I mean, I say kid; he's twenty-eight years old. But oh, that guy's yeah, yeah. But but I mean, man, that there we're gonna be hard pressed to ever see another record of somebody get hit in the face that many times in a fight. And he ke- yeah, he kept pressing I mean, forward. He kept pressing forward the entire time. After the was it going into third when he came back right before the be- the bell rang for the third, he was like leaning backwards. He was wobbly. And he just yeah. immediately press him forward, press him forward. But the problem is, is when even when he would get O'Malley back up against the cage, he didn't do much with it. There was too much pause in between, like him actually getting him in a position to do something and him doing anything with it. Well, I mean, O'Malley had a giant reach advantage. And he that did for sure. Problems. It causes problems for a lot of people in that weight class because he's so long. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's going to help him moving forward. But. Uh, I think, if anything, you take the blueprint of what that dude did against him. If you're the if you're Sean O'Malley's next opponent, you press the fuck out of him because he doesn't like it. Absolutely, he doesn't like it. Yeah. Um, I just don't like him. I, I don't like his. He's dribbling a basketball in the middle of a fight. Yeah. Your jump shot celebration. You're a dork. Yeah. Like I just don't like the guy. I don't like what they said about. Megan Anderson on yeah. their their podcast. I didn't know that that podcast co-host is his manager oh really his his head coach yeah tim welch wow i didn't realize that to the last time i watched o'malley fight and maybe he wasn't always maybe that's a new thing but who who i don't even remember who was it that was on that show that they asked the question about megan anderson casey kenny okay that's right yeah he has since got his ass kicked by dominic cruz um wait what i thought dominic cruz lost his no, Donnie Cruz beat Casey Kenny. Recently? Yeah. Why did I think I thought that I thought Dominic Cruz lost his last fight? He might have fought again. Here, let me look. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm crazy. May I don't maybe I'm thinking of something different, but I, I could have sworn he lost his last fight. Because he had been out forever. Can I tell you something? I'm listening. I know it's pissing my wife off that I feel okay right now. I know she's because <laughs> she felt like fucking dog shit. <laughs> I know it's not making her happy. Um, Let me tell you something though. Karma's a bitch, and you're as soon as we get off of here, you're probably gonna be feeling yeah, like shit. Uh, yeah, probably. But but bask, uh, bask in this for a little bit. <laughs> no, he beat Casey Kenny by split decision. Okay, maybe it was because it went to decision. I thought he lost for some reason. Okay. And I know Casey Kenny's got a fight coming up. So did you Song Yadong? Did you listen at all to Stephen A. Smith on the panel no. last night? 
No, he didn't. I refuse to listen to that guy talk about fighting. So what he did was the tactic you would probably think because he doesn't know fighting much. He, he stuck to very, like very vague things about the fight. Yeah. He's not going to, he's not going to be throwing out stats by any means. He's just going to say, okay, what happened in the last three fights that Connor had? We're going to stick to that. And we're going to watch the video a couple of times before we go on, on the air. But he also did the whole Stephen A. Smith thing. He was yelling. He was. He talked the longest out of everybody else on the panel. Who else was there? Uh, Bisbing. Who? And this is before, right? Uh, well, there was both. There was before and after. I think. Right, 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 right. Did Michael um, Bisbing want to smack him? No, he seemed all right. But Michael Bisbing needs on blood pressure meds or something, man. His whole face and neck was beat red. Really? Yeah, it was kind of worrisome to me, but. Um, and then you had Dominic Cruz. Oh, did, did, hold on. Did you see that Michael Bisping got punched on Bourbon Street? Uh-uh. Yeah, he talked about, he, you know, there's not a video of him being punched, but he talked, but he had video. There was like a drum circle in the middle of the street, so he was filming. And some little shit came up to him and was like, hey, you need to stop filming right now. Michael Bisping's like, I'm not, no. Like, how about no? Uh-huh. Like, and the guy asked him again and or said it again. And Bisping's like, no, fuck off. I'm not turning my phone off. And the dude just hit him. Just fucking clocked him in the Jeez. face. And Michael Bismick said he started laughing in the guy's face. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Dominic you know, Cruz, you said? Yeah, Dominic Cruz and then somebody else, but I don't remember who it was. Was it a fighter? No. So you have two former champions on a panel with Screaming A. Smith, mm-hmm. and Stephen A. Smith is the one talking the most? Yes. Such a disservice to everyone. Which they kicked it. I, I know before they did. I don't remember about the end, but before they kicked it off to Stephen A. Smith first. Um, so I, I don't know if that was that was uh, premeditated as far as like not thinking he's going to say a whole lot, and then you then you know you let Bisbing and Dominic Cruz talk. But no, right. he he definitely talked longer than than both of them, and he did it in Stephen A. Smith fashion, getting loud and yelling and bad mouthing Conor McGregor and yeah, all all that stuff. Basically saying he's he's retired, he's done, he's on the downhill. These fighters are getting better. He's not, you know, all those things. So it, it, he he also like took the side of the the people against Connor. So I don't know. Do, would you expect anything else out of that guy? No, absolutely yeah. not. It's not. I I just hate the fact uh, that they that, that they used him. Especially it would be it'd be a little different to me if they if they just used him randomly. But the fact that there was all that controversy around him and, Cow- and that whole Cowboy and Connor situation, and now they actually put him on the panel for a Connor fight. Because he can talk shit. Still pisses me off. That's why you do it. You don't put him on a panel if it's a Kamaru Usman fight, do you? True. Fuck no. Yeah. He doesn't know shit about Kamaru Usman. Right. He doesn't know what he's watching. He doesn't, it's, no. You put him on the panel for a Connor fight because Connor's Connor. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, I don't have as much problem as like Max Kellerman doing it. And I did see, I saw him doing something. I didn't, it, I had it on mute and I was listening to music, but uh, cause that guy's been a boxing, a boxing guy forever, but either way. Um, yeah. Sean O'Malley, dude, I just, something, I just, I don't know. It's him and Colby Coving, Covington are by far my least favorite. Yeah. And, you know, me and a buddy of mine last night, they were over for the fights and we were talking about, 
um, Colby Covington. Why is he still sitting at two? I don't know. He hasn't taken a fight in how long? He's been holding out for that Usman fight again, which he's not getting. Well, his last fight was Tyron Woodley, right? Yeah. Yeah. How long? That was a while ago, man. Yeah, quite a while back. Uh, well, I think Dana said that Covington's next. For who? The title. He said that. Sh- uh, on the last pay-per-view, he said that. So that fight with Woodley was in September of last year. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be almost a year. Uh, well, who do you get? Who do you have tra- challenge for the title? Burns again? Dude, I'll tell you what. If there's somebody who has scary hands, it's Gilbert Burns. Watching some of those punches that he threw against Woodley last night, or, I mean, uh, uh, Wonder Boy last night, was scary. Yeah, but I think uh, Camaro says, joke's on you because <laughs> my jab is scary and I jab the fuck out of his face. That's true. I mean, look what he did to Masvidal. He's a good, he's a power puncher for sure. He does, he, you know, I, I'm kidding. He, he is scary, but. Uh, what, was it Burns that so I guess that's out? it for Wonderboy as far as another title shot. Which sucks. I mean, it's just the age, the age thing. And Call out who? Who uh, who called out Masvidal last night? I don't remember. Was it Burns? Could have been Burns. Why the fuck would he do that? Well, he it was somebody that named like three different names. I mean, and I, Masvidal was one of. No, it wasn't. Who who was it? Um, whoever it was said that Dominic Cruz. There was, wasn't a welterweight fight. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was somebody else. Somebody somebody was saying that Dominic Cruz was ducking him. I know, I know, we're, I know. We're talking about two different classes here, but I'm trying to think of who called out three different people. So never mind. It's not that big of a deal. I just, I, w- I was trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the biggest takeaway from that last night, I think, is just Connor's. It's time. It's time, dude. He doesn't need to fight. I know people want to see him because it's Connor, but at what point do you devalue? His star power, like how many losses, how many bad things. I mean, this is it's consistently getting worse. This is the first time he's lost back to back fights in his career. And I don't think he looks the same. I don't think he fights the same. I don't think there's as much behind the left hand. I think he does look slower defensively when he gets in those exchanges. Just everything that he was, he's not anymore. It's fine. It happens. He's not old, but he's. He he was the he was number one on the Forbes list for athletes in 2020. Right. He fought once. Right. So I mean, think about it this way: like if Tom Brady were up there in the top five on the Forbes list, he played 16 games. Yeah. He, he didn't play one. No, no, that's he fought once. He did one time. He participated in the sport that he competes in. Yeah. Everything uh, the money's coming from other places. Like it's a businessman, dude. He, he's not. That'd be like Cristiano Ronaldo playing one game. Right. Um, so, are you going to watch the Euro final today? No. <laughs> okay. I'm alone on this one, I guess. I'm excited. It's yeah. It's going to be fun. Anyway. Anyway. Well, we're a little over an hour here. What do you think? ready to call it i had a few i had a few extra things but i think we can probably we didn't really get into the topics that i have so 
Well, let me just ask you this. We can make it quick. We don't have to get into a whole thing. Okay. Do you think it's bullshit that the what's her name, Cherie Richardson? Yeah, is what's, that what's her last Robinson? What's her last name? It's not Fuck. Cherie. I'm an asshole. It's not Cherie though, right? It's um. Yeah, it is. Is it sure? No. Are you sure? No, it's yeah. Shikari. Shikari, sorry. Shikari Richardson. Do I, I think it's bullshit? I yes. Close. So do you think it's bullshit that A, she was suspended, and then B, she would have had the opportunity to be on the relay team because the amount of time would have surpassed that she was no longer suspended? Do you think it's bullshit that she was not included? Because, well, she got bumped for people below her. Um, here, Here's the deal. There's... I have mixed feelings by okay. my, by my standards and my morals. I think this is all bullshit. Weed is not a, an enhancer, like a, a, a physical enhancer. Like, are you I, sure about that though? The only way it could be is like, don't, don't they say that weed can help with like inflammation and things like that? It can. And okay. there are some people who can be incredibly focused. Okay. So the other side, I'm not saying it is, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Uh, so the other side of that is it is a rule and she broke it regardless of if you believe what the rule is or not. It's still the rule and you, you still did it to yourself. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm opposed. I, I'm opposed to it. And you know, if you, if there were people below you that still deserve it and still de deserve the shot, and you broke the rule, no matter how shitty the rule is, then yeah, you kind you kind of did it to yourself. But it's a weird it's a weird precedent to set when you schedule a punishment. She serves the punishment, but then she's still being punished after the allotted punishment. That's, that's a weird that's, thing to that's a weird yeah. that's a weird sort of thing. I'm just talking societally speaking. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that we're 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 conveying here. It's like well. You were punished because you broke a rule. You've served your punishment, but we're still not going to let you do what you do. That's essentially what's happened here. When you break it down to brass tacks, that's what's going on, right? And clearly, she would make that relay team better. She's one of the fastest people in the world. Yeah, right. So she's still being punished. So that's my problem with it. I agree. You broke the rule. You knew what the rule was. I wonder, I yeah. wonder, and maybe not, and I'm just thinking about this, but I wonder if they're doing, if they're, you know, even though she served the punishment and she still could run, they're they're booting her out. And I wonder if they're doing that because they think that's gonna what that's what will make this whole story die down and go away. If they if they boot her, then you know we have another four years of not talking about this anymore. It's over with, right? Okay. But if they don't and they keep her on there, it's still a story. It's still a headline, and maybe they don't want to have it anymore. Maybe they want to get it over with. Yeah, just a thought. I, I don't. I don't know. That. I don't know if that's a thing or not. But four years I'm is sure a long time, and it's easy to forget about things. I'm sure that that's part of it. Yeah, yeah. But my whole thing is again, like I, we we. Well, I don't know why have a set. Uh, why have a punishment if it if it we're not going to stick to it? You know what I mean? True. I don't. Yeah. Uh, there's also the thing, and I I'm sorry to do this, but. You know, people are asking the question. Is this the way it is because she is black? 
So in, t- in, in on the other side of that was if if this was a white person who did this, they would just serve their suspension and be able to still run. That's my stand on it. Yes. Interesting. I would even beg the question: Would the white person even test hot for marijuana? Oh, Jesus. Sorry, dude. You going? You going down a uh, conspiracy hole here? Sorry, dude. I just think it's reality. I just think. Look. Well, okay. The, 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 here's here's the reason why I say you're that's conspiracy driven is that have we seen something like this before in this like in the Olympics? Have we seen racism in the Olympics like to that oh God. It, to that extent? Yeah. But okay. Is that racism or is that just it? Okay, f- f- go with me here. Is that racism or is that just the fucking way things are? Okay, that's that's the same thing. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly my point. Exactly my point. Oh man. So it's not that far fetched, right? What, okay, hang on. What was the the whole Michael Phelps situation back quite a few years ago when he got? Well, he, he wasn't even, like, they didn't even test him. He didn't pop hot, right? He was just, like, on, in a picture or something, smoking weed? He was, yeah, yeah, he was at some party smoking a bong. But it, he wasn't competing at the time, either. Okay. This wasn't in the middle of the, like, Olympic trials. Like, this yeah. was, this this was a bad time for her to test positive for marijuana. Absolutely. You're it's right. the worst time, probably. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Um, I don't. But I'm with you. I think the question whether it's a performance-enhancing drug is a stupid one. Because how many people in the Olympics are taking fucking steroids or some sort of some form of a performance-enhancing drug? Yeah. Let's get real. Yeah. Let's get real. So again, I feel like we're setting a precedent based on who she is and based on the drug that she pissed hot for. I really do. Huh. I think it's a cultural thing and they're trying to set a precedent. That's it. I think it's not a good look for them if they if they go you know what it's okay serve the punishment welcome back i don't think it's a good look or i don't think they think it's a good look i mean i would like man what, what, i'm i'm not I, I don't think i can give an opinion on that without like actually being able to see the behind the scenes type stuff i mean i'm sure stuff like that's going on but i i don't know that's that that goes that goes pretty deep does it yeah, I'm kinda. not the only one that's thinking this way, right? I can't be. It's, fucking, <laughs> it's reality, dude. Like, it, it, I don't know. Yeah, and I, I mean, there's honestly probably a lot of money swapping hands in, in you know behind the scenes that is making stuff like that go away. You might be right, but go away for whom? That's the question. <laughs> Are you saying white people? I don't know pretty sure that's what you're saying i'm white why would i why would i say anything bad about <laughs> anyway anyways my point was i'm torn but i'm leaning as far as my standards and morals go i say it's bullshit and she should be able to run as far as the other side of things go it's i'm leaning towards the other side just because it was a rule and she broke it at a very terrible time yeah so, I mean, she, still, look, so she still brought it on herself so that's the easy way out though it is it's again that's the easy way out <laughs> i felt like that was i but for real I, I i talk about this in baseball all the time when the whole fucking steroids thing was going on i felt that was the easy way out 
because you're taking guys who are breaking records. You're taking guys who are larger than life and are helping your sport and you're using them as, as the, the, the bridge to answering the question, whether, whether steroids are right or wrong. Well, that's the easy way out. That shouldn't be the question. The question should be how many other people are on steroids. And is this really fair to the guys who were punishing? Is it fair that Barry Bonds is not in the fucking baseball hall of fame? Probably not. Probably not. Also, if you think Babe Ruth's fat ass didn't fucking cheat, you're an <laughs> asshole. Okay? He fucking cheated. If you think fucking Satchel Page didn't fucking put something on the ball every once in a while, you're crazy. It's just you, people cheat in baseball. Speaking, they, speaking they of that, how, speaking of that, how crazy is that? The whole new uh, deal that they've implemented about. Uh, oh, that's ridiculous! It's so dumb. Yeah. We won't. It won't be as extreme as it is right now. It's just because it's new and they needed something to. It's stupid. It's dumb. That or they're just trying to like attack it full force to make people nervous enough to, if they are doing anything, they won't. Yeah, yeah. Did I ever tell you the story of when I was in a, a, a bar in Michigan? I don't think and, so. Uh, and these two ladies were 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 arguing about whether the Astros should be stripped of their World Series title because of that whole cheating scandal. Did I ever tell you this story? Uh, yeah, actually, I think so. You're, yeah, you were sitting in a bar. Go go ahead and tell it again, though, because I forgot. So I'm sitting there, and these ladies are, they've had a few, so they're loud, and they're having the discussion. The one lady's like, I think they should be stripped of the World Series title because they're cheaters. And the other lady was like, ah, I think it's okay. I don't think they, you know, so they asked the bartender, and I'm only six feet away. I'm like, please don't ask me. Please don't ask me. Like, I'm just thinking of my, like, please don't ask me. You're not going to like my answer. <laughs> And then, uh, so they go, Hey, you, you know, and so I'm like, yeah. And they go, do you think they should be stripped? I go, absolutely not. And the lady got all pissed off. She's like, why? I'm like, well, how many other people were cheating? We don't know, but people were, so no, they shouldn't be stripped. That's it. That's it. Other people were cheating. They weren't the only team, right? They weren't the only team cheating. They weren't right. So I feel like it was a level playing field. Um, that's you a know. that's an insane thing too when you think about like how big baseball organizations are and stuff like that and how many how often players get traded from one team to another and coaches move around and managers move around and stuff like that and to think that stuff like that the, those kinds of cheating you know aren't getting talked about in other organizations like if you're in one organization and you know cheating is going on and then you get moved to another organization that you're just going to keep your mouth shut that nothing ever happened when there's that many moving parts, though, that's crazy. Yes, they all know. They all know. Or they're all there's, yeah. There's, or they're all they're all doing it. So you just don't say anything about it. There's a common bond amongst teams, amongst management, amongst the organization. You don't mm -hmm. talk about it yeah. because they know everyone's trying it. Yeah. Not every player. Not every player. But every team. Yeah. Has some players that are trying it. Minor league, major league. Dude, look, people have been trying to cheat in baseball since the beginning of the sport because you know why? It's a fucking incredibly difficult sport to play and be really good at. Yeah. It is. Mm -hmm. It's fucking hard. You got to find a way to cut corners sometimes. That's it. Hmm. So everyone cheats. It, um, so that's why I said like the argument like, yeah, we got to keep these guys out of the Hall of Fame. They did steroids. It's like, man, fuck you. Right. How many pitchers that Barry Bonds faced during that however seven over 700 home runs he hit? How many of them were cheating? And Barry Bonds just happened to be better. 
that day. Yeah. I'd, I'd venture to say hundreds. Hundreds. I'm sorry. I, it's, <laughs> uh, you know, call me crazy. I don't like Barry Bonds as a dude. I think he's an asshole. But fucking deserve he should be in the he he should be in the baseball hall of fame i know people don't care about this as much i'm a giant baseball fan so i i don't really care but he should be he's one of the greatest players of all time Mm -hmm. pete rose is one of the greatest players of all time him not being in the hall of fame because he may or may not have bet on games that he managed or played in is still kind of silly to me uh is there a standard? What's the problem with him betting on himself? Is there a standard in MMA about that? What do you mean? Like if you're can you a, bet on yourself, or if you're a coach, can you bet on your um, your fighter? No. I think that would be highly unethical. I don't know though. I don't know if it's illegal. I don't know. That's a huh. good. That's a good Google. I'm not gonna do it now though because <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna take me a while. <laughs> Maybe for the next show. Uh, that would be interesting though. But I don't understand why. why if you why, believe your fighter's going to win, why not bet? But why? Yeah, why would it be? I don't know. I mean, I understand why how it could be unethical, but why? I mean, you're still taking a chance on losing, unless sure. unless you have inside information about the other fighter. They do. That's the True. problem. Okay. Okay. They do. So that's 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 the issue with Pete Rose, or that people always say. It's like, well, I don't have any problem on him betting on himself to win. But what if he bets on himself to lose? Now what are you doing now that, okay, to yeah. lose that game? Right, okay. Are you throwing the game? Okay, that makes sense. I, I get that. But how many times did he bet on himself to lose? The motherfucker's the hits leader. Like, he, he didn't <laughs> seem to play that bad that often. Right. So, like, what was he really doing? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe these are silly arguments I'm making, but uh, I don't... I, cheating's... I'm not saying cheating's good. I'm not... I'm not condoning cheating. You're saying there's a, more than just a couple of people doing it. As a lifelong baseball fan, it's common that there is cheating. Yeah. It just is. So, but if you're an organization, you have to do you either there either can't absolutely you can't do anything about it at all and nobody gets in trouble for anything or you have to set a precedent precedent with somebody. And that's what they've done. Yeah. Which would be which is better but again, which is better look on the organization to actually try to do something about it like they are versus not doing anything about it and it coming out and then finding out that the organization knew about it the whole time. Well, the baseball hall of fame's it's a, it, the way that people get in is stupid anyway because it's baseball writers who vote people in which is that's, absurd. That's weird. They should not be voting people in. It should be former players, former managers that vote that make those votes. It's so stupid. Um, and for a guy to say no, and you remember like Ken Griffey Jr. Didn't get 100% of the vote on the first ballot. What asshole. Yeah, that's insane. Jackass retard. Excuse me for saying that (laughs) word. Sorry. What asshole jackass moron thought Ken Griffey Jr. Does not deserve to be in the hall of fame. Right. What? (laughs) What a dickhead. Yeah. And that's why it's different with this, this runner. You know, she's not dealing with writers. She's dealing with the committee who makes these decisions. But I don't know. I question whether they're, those decisions have been based the right way. <laughs> <We'll see. laughs> Whatever. 
I'll quit with that argument. You, it's clearly making you uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I'm I'm good. I just it's it's an interesting it's an interesting thought. It didn't cross your mind one time. No, it didn't. Really? Yeah. Okay. Now that doesn't mean that you're in the minority. It just means uh, that I'll I leave. didn't think about it. But me and you have a lot of differing views on a lot of things, so <laughs> it doesn't really surprise me that I didn't think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I, well, no, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. Should I say it? No, let's call it. Okay. <laughs> All right, we are out. <laughs>